Welcome to the end of religious Christianity. If you're truly born again, you've got the joy of the Lord inside of your spirit. You've got power inside of your spirit. My gift from God is to move you into your spirit, man, where God is, where you know all things, where things present and things to come are yours. Come with me into the kingdom of God. Hey guys, welcome back to the Kingdom Dynamics podcast where I'm speaking to the imperishable seed of the kingdom of God that has been spoken and sown into your heart. You see, as Christians, Jesus said that the parable of the sower, which is really the parable of the kingdom, he said that if you understand his words, that you will bear much fruit. He also said that Satan will personally steal the seed. So are you the good soil that produced a hundredfold? Well, you are if you have understanding. And so this podcast is giving you understanding. Understanding the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is a government. The kingdom of God is a person. The kingdom of God is on our shoulders. Today, we're going to be praying through the prayers of Jesus. We're going to be praying through the book of John. It's going to be fantastic. And I like to start in the end of John when Mary Magdalene finds the tomb empty. And she says, where have you laid him? And Jesus appears to her. And he says this amazing thing. He says, I'm going to my God and your God. I'm going to my father and your father. So let's begin with that prayer before we join the rest of the prayers of Jesus from John chapter 14. So father number one, father, we thank you. In Jesus name, we thank you for sending your son Jesus. We thank you for the word that became flesh, the written word, the eternal word, the Logos word, the word of life, the word of truth, the word that gives light to our feet, that's a lamp unto our feet, that word that is good food, your word is good food, good bread. Without money, we come and we buy that good food today. We eat the body of Jesus Christ. We eat and we drink the blood of Jesus Christ. Your food is good food. Your word, we live by every word that proceeds from the mouth of the Father. And we thank you, Father, that you sent Jesus Christ into the earth. You sent Jesus Christ into our hearts we receive Jesus Christ. And he said, this is eternal life to believe in the son of God, to believe in the one that God himself sent. So we believe in you, Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you for the kingdom of God today. We thank you that it is your good pleasure to give us the kingdom. It is your good pleasure to give us the kingdom. God, you give good gifts to your children. 
When we ask for bread, you don't give us a stone. When we ask for fish, you don't give us a snake. Thank you, Father, for the good food, spiritual food. Jesus, you said your words are spirit and they are life. And today we imbibe in your spirit and life today. Jesus Christ, we believe in you. You are the Son of God who takes away the sins of the world. Thank you that you've not only taken us our sin away, but you've imparted to us your life, your righteousness. We thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus Christ. Thank you that angels are here to perform your word. Angels are here to do your bidding. Angels are those ministering spirits, flames of fire, who implement your word. And Jesus, you said to Mary Magdalene, you said, I go to my father and your father, to my God and your God. So Jesus, I thank you. We thank you that you have included us in the family of God. You have included us in the Godhead. You have included us. Jesus, you are the firstborn of many brothers and sisters, and we thank you that you've included us in the family of God. We have not joined some religion, but we have joined the kingdom of God. We are sons and daughters. And by the Holy Spirit, we cry out, Abba, Father. Jesus, you prayed in your Father's house. There are many dwelling places. Thank you, Jesus. You go and prepare a place for us to rest. Thank you, Jesus, that you will come back and you will take us to the place where you are going. Jesus, I thank you that you are the way and the truth and the life. I thank you, Jesus Christ, that I see the Father. I see the Father and I experience him as well. Jesus, I believe that you live as one with your Father and that you live as one with me, that the great works that you did, I will do even greater works because you go to your Father. Oh, Jesus, I passionately believe in you and love you and I am passionately loved by your Father. Jesus, I want to thank you as I continue to pray through John 14, that you have sent the spirit of holiness who is just like you and who sets me free. Holy Spirit, I give you permission today to set me free. I give you permission to teach me all things in your name. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I need no one to teach me, but I have an advocate with the Father who guides me into all truth. Jesus, I thank you that the Holy Spirit tells me of things to come. Thank you, Jesus, you've given me this gift of peace, not the peace of the world, but the peace of God. So I thank you that you've given me your peace. Thank you, Jesus, that you lift up my branch as I cling to you. You prop me up, you prune me, and you cause me to bear more fruit as I live in life union with you. Jesus Christ, I thank you that I bear fruit. 
Thank you that I experience joy as I ask in your name and you answer my prayers. God, I ask in your name and you answer all of my prayers. Thank you, Jesus, for the Holy Spirit. Thank you that you will never leave me, but you will always be with me in Jesus' name. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. I give you the glory and I give you the praise. Guys, I just want to end this time of prayer with a really quick teaching on the altars of God. There's a lot of talk about altars in the Bible, but basically for the purpose of this message today, I want you to begin to see yourself as one who comes to the altar. I want you to see yourself as one who receives the fire of God. Remember those disciples in the book of Acts who waited for the Holy Spirit to come. That was an altar. That is how we live our lives they continually were filled with the Holy Spirit. They were continually filled with boldness. So the first altar, I want you to put your life on the altar. I want you to make time every morning for God. It's like a tithe of your time. Would you make time for God by waiting on him every morning before you get up, before you make the beds, before... You go to work. Before you have a coffee, you go and you give your time to God. Even if you don't feel anything, he will fill all in all. And you will find that the abundant life will start to take place. You see, you've been waiting for the power of God. You've been wondering, when is he going to answer my prayers? When is he going to fill you? Well, you've got to make an altar. You've got to give him your life. You lose your life to find it. You follow him. You seek first the kingdom. So the first altar is you give him 10% of your time. The second altar is you give him 10% of your money. By by giving away 10% to the church, you find that the 90% is set apart. The third thing you do is you start to serve other people. You start to love other people. You start to think of other people as better than you are. And you start to give your time and and you want to serve and you want to help people. God will fall on that. And finally, you ask for the Holy Spirit to fill you and to burn you up. You place your whole life on the altar. And he will take the offering and consume it with fire. Many Christians avoid the altar. Many Christians want to stay in lukewarmness and in complacency. But Jesus said that you need to give him your life. You need to lose your life. You need to love him with all of your heart and mind and soul and strength, that he spits out the lukewarm, that if you look to follow him and then turn around, you're not worthy. If you don't hate your mother and father, you're not worthy of me. Jesus said, 
So he may have spent a year trying to get you to this place where you will finally listen. So now that you're on the altar, don't get off. Do everything you can to stay on the altar because it's very tempting to get off the altar. What does that look like? It looks like not surrendering, not yielding, not receiving, not asking for help. Stay on the altar. Maybe your altar is to go to a church that you don't really want to go to, to stay in a relationship that you're not satisfied in, to go to a job that you are overqualified for, to give money that you could spend on yourself. These are the altars. You have died. You no longer exist, but it is Christ who lives within you. It's no longer I who lives, but Christ. So stay on that altar and he will burn you up. You will find that as you lose your life, you'll find it. You will find that as you seek first the kingdom, all else will be added to you as well. Jesus, thank you that you've revealed to us who you are and you continue to make yourself even more real to us in Jesus' name. Thank you that your love now lives in us even as you live in us in Jesus' name. Amen. Yes, I want you to expose religion and I have clothed you with glory. I have clothed you with might. Did you know that I spoke you into existence? I spoke you into your mother's womb. And I clothed you with glory. And as I face you, my favour shines around you like Psalm 5. I face you, Jonathan, and I face you who listen. If you will accept my word, if you'll walk in my light, come into the light. Be seen by me, be seen by all. You are a light because I look at you. This is the secret. I face you. And so because I face you, because I love you, because I see you, my light shines on you. My favor shines on you. And you have relationship with me. And that is why, because of relationship, I invite you into this position. Did you notice that I said to the disciples when I sent them out 70 and 72, don't rejoice that the demons submit to you. Rejoice that your name is written. Rejoice that your name is written. In other words, don't just rejoice for what's happening down there on the earth. Rejoice for who you are up here. This is where I am and this is where you will be forever. And even soon I will come down to the earth and manifest myself and I will bring swift judgment and completion to all of my works and you and I will rule and reign forever. Keep your eyes fixed on your future. Your future is domination with me. Your future is eternal ruling with me. Your future is expanding my kingdom on the earth. Together we will be a team. We will be partners and I invite you to be up here with me standing on the glass of heaven, standing with the wheels of fire, 
standing under the fire of God, and you will see the Father. And when you see him, you will become one with him, even as you are already one, but you will be absorbed into my light, into my love. At the moment, if you saw the Father, it would burn you up. But you will see the Father, and you will become one as we are one. Your future is being one with the Godhead who loves you. And so I encourage you today, come up here. (laughs) The invitation is extended to you. The invitation that was extended to Moses, that was extended to Enoch, that was extended to, to, to John the Baptist. That invitation that was extended to John, my beloved, Jesus says, the one that I loved and that I love. I love you. I see you. I am besotted with you like a crazy man, like a woman who lost her child, like a, a bird whose, whose chick has fallen out of the nest. I am violently in love with you. I am a jealous God. My love for you is so passionate and with that violent, passionate love, I invite you to be where I am. I just want you to be where I am. And I invite you, come up. Come up here every day. And as you live your life, you live from this place of intimacy. You live from this knowing, encounter and knowing, and encounter and knowing. And when you've done all, you will stand. And when you've done all and you come up here in the end to be with me, you'll say, "What? I didn't do anything. What did I do? Because it's you've just been who you are I am so pleased with you and everywhere you go you will hear the chains falling to the ground everywhere you go from this time on you will hear the chains falling to the ground and I'm going to gather people to you because of who you are and because of who you have allowed me to be in you remember it's not about you it's about me People, I'm going to draw people to the gift, to the, to the gift that is inside of you. I'm going to place a demand on you. 